How do we use questions to share Christ with someone? Hi, I'm David Dennis with the Kansas Communities Ministry of the Navigators, and I'm so happy you've joined us today. I'm honored to have Pastor Philip Wood with me for the next five podcasts. Philip is lead pastor of Northwest Christian Church in Wichita, Kansas. He also serves as an adjunct professor at Friends University and is founder of Communities of Heaven. He's also married to Kathy Wood. Philip and Kathy live in Wichita and have invested their lives in making disciples of Jesus Christ for over 40 years. In this second of six episodes, Philip starts by relating how he was used by God in the lives of the men on his wing in his dorm at college and how he learned how to pray for them one by one. He committed to meeting with each young man and share the Lord with them. He used the evangelism explosion questions. If you're not familiar with these, you can find out more information at evangelismexplosion.org. But the two questions are, first of all, have you come to the place in your life where you know that if you died, you would go to heaven? The second question is, if you were to stand before God and he were to ask you, why should I let you into my heaven, what would you say? Philip then challenged them with a very interesting third question. What would you like to achieve in your life for Christ so that when you die, you would be totally fulfilled? Let's hear his story. It was to begin to pray for them one by one. In fact, there was a gentleman who was studying for the ministry who came in, and he was, I think, a freshman or a sophomore. He was an ex-Vietnam vet. His name was Steve Moore. Steve Moore is now with the Lord. But Steve, um, I went to him because he was older and he seemed mature, even though he was a much younger Christian in terms of years, that he was one who just loved the Lord. And I would, as an IRA, I'd go there and he would be the one I would complain to. You know, Oh, I'm having a tough time with these guys. I don't know why my great counseling isn't really helping me now. And he says, you know, and he made a profound suggestion. He says, why don't we pray for him? <laughs> Well, my first, yeah, 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 I'm always praying for them. He says, no, 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 why don't we go up into the prayer tower? And if you have any, anyone ever seen our Obish University, right smack in the middle of it, they had this huge tower. And at the time that I was attending, they had this, um, these prayer rooms in this big, tall tower. So we would go there on Saturday morning, literally, name by name, we pray through all 30 of these young men. And as we begin to pray, I mean, God did a couple of things. Number one, he did a real change in my own heart. And quite honestly, I think, I think Steve taught me how to pray in a way I'd never prayed before. It's one thing to, to say you pray. It's another thing to, to pray three or four hours in, in specific intercession for people you really know. But before we'd oftentimes start, Steve would talk a lot about forgiving is there anything in your heart that we need to confess before the Lord? Is there, is there any sin that we have? That, is there anything we need to forgive in our own lives? Is there anyone we need to forgive? And we just walk through this and, and just let the thoughts come to, come to our minds. And sometimes we, the Lord would bring thoughts about forgiveness all the way back years ago. Like, oh, boy, suddenly this experience comes to my mind that I, I remember. So we would pray through those things. But then we would pray for every young man, every guy on my wing. We, we would both pray whatever the Lord showed us to pray about that person. Well, guess what? That started a movement 
that I began to, the Lord put on my heart and going through evangelism explosion, I decided I'm going to, I'm going to sit down with every young man and see where he stands with the Lord. So I began to ask real three questions. I would set up an appointment with each fella. I would take them to breakfast, lunch, or dinner, <laughs> which was free, so it was a cheap date. Uh, I would uh, just schedule a time. Hey, let's have breakfast together, just one-on-one. And I began to ask them these three questions. And, and anybody that's been through evangelism of explosion will recognize, minimally the first two, have you come to the place in your spiritual experience where you know for certain that if you to die tonight, you go to heaven? Well, by virtue of the fact that everybody was going to university, I basically assumed that they were all Christian. And that was a wrong assumption. Hmm. And, uh, and sometimes, uh, perhaps the majority of the time, the guys would say, yeah, I, I know I, I would go to heaven. Or they would say, well, I hope so which is a typical response. And then you'd ask this clarifying question, the second one, which basically went something like this. He says, well, I suppose that you were to die tonight. And you would stand before God and the Lord would say to you, you know, Jack or whoever it was, why should I let you into my heaven? How would you answer that? And again, there was some that really knew their theology, so to speak. They understood based on the work of Jesus Christ, his death on the cross, he died for my sins. And by my, you know, I put my trust in him and thus I'm saved and believe that I have to receive the gift of eternal life. And, uh, but interestingly enough, David, as a result of that, I, I had a chance to lead several, two or three of those guys to the Lord. And I'll always remember one young man, one of my uh, young men, because I was a senior at the time, and so all these guys were younger than me. And one guy said to me, he said to me, um, how come you've never asked me this before? I said, well, to be honest with you, I <laughs> you're a Christian. Yeah. He says, no. I mean, he said openly, he says, no, I'm not going to go to heaven. Wow. I am not. I don't believe. I said, wow. And so basically I said to him, and his name was Jim. I said, Jim, today, you know, if you hear his voice, don't harden your heart. Today is the day of your salvation. And he just, yeah, I remember he was never ready to accept the Lord. Um, now, in contrast, there was a fellow, we, we called him Bear. He was a center on our flag football team, you know, big fella. And uh, his name was Sean, that we called him Bear, because he's a big, big fella. And I remember asking him that question. I talked to him, I was talking to him in his bedroom and, and just asking him those questions. And he said, no, I don't know that I go to heaven. I said, would you like to know that? He says, yeah. Well, let me show you. So I just walked through the gospel with him. And he, I said, would you like to accept Jesus today? And he says, yeah. So we knelt down next to his bed, big old bear and little old me, you know, <laughs> side by side, Mutt and Jeff, and uh, he prayed to receive Jesus in his life. One of the things that I did with Bear, uh, that I did with, you know, he was one of the few guys, I did it with two or three or four guys. One of the convenient things by virtue of having someone on your wing, you can meet with them on a pretty regular basis. So I met with Sean. Uh, literally every day after accepting Christ. And we would meet together, and God, I think, gave me just a simple little strategy. And we opened up to the book of Romans, and it says, now you read a verse, I'll read a verse, we'll go through the first chapter. I says, if you have any questions, you can ask. And we'd read through the chapter, he could interrupt at any time, 
But if he didn't, he just read the verses. I said, do you have any questions? You know, naturally, so much in Romans 1, Romans 2, and everything else. As a New Testament student, I had all kinds of things I'd like to stuff down his throat. (laughs) (laughs) I tried the Holy Spirit said, don't do that. Just listen to him, and if he's got questions, answer them. If he doesn't, don't don't try to show anything in there, you know? And so that that was a good word. And then we just basically had him pray for me, and I prayed for him. And that was probably probably at least the beginning of a very active disciple making. Just meeting with fellows and and reading scripture together and then praying for each other. And I always tried to be honest about things that was I'm struggling with. Hmm. I mean, I'm not any perfect guy. I mean I may be the RA and senior, you know, and upper classman so to speak, but I have my problems. And I think it was good for Sean to see that, you know, I got my struggles too. And, and, and I love the way these guys would pray for me. The third question was very interesting, of course, because I asked the one that changed my life. Okay, Sean, what would you love to do with your life? And you know, what would you love to achieve within your lifetime so that when you're to die, you die a totally fulfilled person? And so the guys that did accept Christ, this is what, you, what does you think the Lord's called you to do? And sometimes that's it. I don't know. One guy, interestingly enough, said, well, I think God's called me to start a radio station. Hmm. And I haven't really followed up with him whether he accomplished that, but he was pretty clear about what he wanted to do. So I had all of these guys begin to write down a note card. Write it out. Just ask the Lord to show it. Because I asked the Lord one time, how am I supposed to know what you want me to do? And then I think the Holy Spirit just told me very simply, it says, you might try asking. Praying and believing that, that I will tell you. What would you like to achieve in your life for Christ so that when you die, you would be totally fulfilled? What a key question that is. As believers, we really need to answer that. Why are you here on earth for this brief time? What is your dream that God has given you? If you don't know, ask God to show you, using His Word, what He wants you to commit your life to. We continue this very important and inspiring discussion with Pastor Philip Wood the next time as we learn together more about making disciples naturally. The views expressed on this podcast are those of the speakers and are not necessarily the views of the navigators, nor of the Kansas Communities Ministry. Thank you for listening.